Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Hi, and welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast. Really excited to have you here on the very first episode, Unknowns Are Scary, where we're going to go over some things that you really should be knowing about unknowns when it comes to personal finance, and then some items to help you deal with those, what you can do about it. So this is the first episode in the first series, which is Your Money Mindset where we're going to be going over some basic mindset kind of setting items when it comes to personal finance topics to get us ready to go more in depth into some of those items in later series. So why we have this podcast for you today is because, in my opinion, young families have a very difficult time getting proper advice in the environment that we've set up. So when you think about what you may have learned in school, I'm sure everybody here learned about Shakespeare or algebra, but very few people learn significant items when it comes to dealing with personal finance. And really, everybody after school, we all have jobs. Everybody after school, we all have families, or a lot of us have families. And there are finance-specific items when it comes to that that we really need to be able to know about if we're going to do a great job for ourselves and the ones that we care about. Furthermore, from a professional advice standpoint, there really isn't a lot of that out there uh, when it comes to helping young families specifically. And the the reason for that is in my industry, um, they tend to chase or they tend to go after people that are nearing retirement because they have 401ks and things like that that can get rolled over. Uh, or families that have established money. And really, you know, they're chasing where they have the most income potential, which, you know, makes sense. But unfortunately, that leaves a lot of people out, and specifically young families. So this podcast is going to help provide some of that information that is so useful when you're young, and can go so, you know, such a long way in removing any of that anxiety around some personal finance topics that we all may have and really just allow us to enjoy time with our family, which is why we're here. And uh, the finance element should not be getting in the way of having your life be as enjoyable as it, as it possibly can. Overall, we aren't here to accumulate money and insurance products. We're here to enjoy life with our families. So if we could walk into any store tomorrow and pick out groceries, a vacation, or any car off the lot without payment, you know, we wouldn't really care about money anymore. It would have no actual real practical value to it. So money in itself, we have to remember, is not the actual goal. Doing what makes life most enjoyable to us is the actual goal. And so there are definitely more than enough retirement podcasts out there. Uh, There are podcasts to help you get out of credit card debt or rent your first apartment. But this one is, is specifically for you families out there who are young, you know, in your 30s, and you're looking for help, you know, you probably are a little bit more established in your career now, and you have some money to, you know, make these changes, secure your situation, and then be able to remove the anxiety that they're related to. So, you know, again, like you heard in the opening, we want to get rid of those things that weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus.
Now, the last thing to just touch on real quick before we get into the actual episode is I currently, as of filming this, have two kids under four (laughs) as of today. I have a four-year-old daughter and a one-year-old son, so I know time is precious. I don't have time myself for one-and-a-half-hour podcasts or, you know, textbooks or anything like that, so episodes are going to be as short as I possibly can make them. I want to get you the information, not have you listen to me talk for 10 extra minutes. There's only so long before, you know, you hear a crash or a cry in the next room, which you know, sometimes if you hear the cry, you know they're alive, so, so that could be okay. But uh, yeah, the, the goal is to get you the information as quickly as possible in a way that you can process it, digest it, and then take positive action off of that if you want to. So we're going to start today's episode, Unknowns Are Scary, off with a little, little bit of a story. My son Noah is uh, one year, uh, just over one now, and when he was a couple days old, we brought him, you know, he was home from the hospital, and we started to notice these little blistery bumps around his diaper line. And at first we thought it was just an irritation from the diaper, but after two, three, four started to pop up real quick, we quickly kind of knew that there was something more to it than, than just that. So we came to this realization at night, so we left a message for the pediatrician, so you know, we wanted to go in and see them the next day, and I couldn't sleep uh, at all that night. It was uh, me just wondering what was wrong with him. You know, you go on your phone, and then you just you know, you open up a, a whole box of scary, and so uh, it was a very difficult night. Now, the next day, we get an appointment with the pediatrician. They have us come in, and I diagnosed it as something called impetigo, which is a bacterial infection. And it's uh, not a good infection to have, but if you know you catch it early, and they gave us a prescription neosporin kind of a thing that we had to go to the pharmacy to get. And this poor little baby who's who's great throughout it, he has no shirt on. He's laying on my on my knees on the couch, and uh, we have the ointment on, and he just he's sleeping there with his <laughs> his arms straight up in the air, but. Once that night happened, I wasn't scared anymore. Not because it wasn't difficult still, not because it wasn't challenging still, but because I knew what I was dealing with. I knew the name of it, and I knew the treatment that was required to to have him be better. So the same thing is true when it comes to personal finance. So what you need to know is the unknowns from a finance standpoint, from a personal finance standpoint, they work the same way. So if you don't know where you are and you don't know what you need to do to fix it, then it's scary. And what's even worse when it comes to finance is we don't always even know what we don't know. So Noah had a rash. It was a visual element. I could see that there was a problem. Finances don't always work that way. And if they do work that way, it's likely because it's, it's much later in dealing with it than we should have dealt with it. So a typical young family, we've kind of boiled it down to there are three major unknown type questions they need to be asking themselves. And now for any of these, before I even ask them, you do not need to know the answers right now. That is absolutely fine. But you should at least be aware of them so that you can ask them to yourself and you and your spouse can discuss them. So the first question is, what actually makes life most enjoyable to me? And this may seem like a weird first question because, you know, a lot of people might be, well, I know what I like to do, but what makes it most enjoyable to me is really focusing on where we're putting our actions. 
So I'll give you an example for myself personally. When I was in middle school, all I wanted to do was get into the high-level classes in high school. When I was in high school, I just wanted to get a good grade, you know, good grades to get into a good college. In college, then I wanted to, you know, get a good job. After a job, it was a spouse, and then I wanted to get married and, and kids. And I'm sitting with my, my daughter when she was uh, less than a year old in the middle of the night trying to get her to go to sleep and realizing I was already planning out her, you know, retirement. Okay, now when the kids move out, we're going to do this and that. And I was jumping from one thing to the next and not giving the present enough of my attention. The 18 years or so that I'll have with my kids before they, they move out, those are going to be really unique, special times. And obviously, I don't want to be rushing that. So yeah, we definitely need to have long-term goals of an early retirement and covering college. But we need to make sure that we're focusing and not losing sight on what actually makes life most enjoyable to us today. So my wife and I, uh, Lauren, also added in some more you know, current year present goals that we want to make sure we're not losing sight of on top of those longer term traditional you know, retirement and paying for college and stuff, that kind of stuff. So we now want to visit two new places we've never been to every year. We want to make sure we're staying at unique, you know, Airbnb places that will really have like a memory to them uh, when we look back on it with our kids. You know, Disney's certainly on there. Maybe a pool is on your list and so forth. So this first question is, you know, what makes, what actually makes life most enjoyable to me? And then proactively not losing sight of that. So the second question here is, if I keep saving at the current rate, where will that get me? So everybody out there is probably saving to some degree, but where will that actually get you right now? So what track are you on? And this really ties very heavily into that first question, because if we know what track we're on for college and retirement, we know how much extra now we have to do things today. So a lot of times we can be afraid to, you know, do a trip or do, you know, a renovation or, you know, whatever it might be because we're not sure about what track we're heading on for some of these other major important items. And so since we still have anxiety with some of those, we can't, you know, release and be able to do some things that might be more enjoyable in the present. But if I was able to tell you, you know, hey, if you save X amount today and every month going forward, retirement and college will be covered, you know, wouldn't that be a huge relief to you? Wouldn't that just free you up mentally to enjoy living more that you knew these major milestone things, if I just did A, B, and C, they would be covered. The last of these three questions is, if I died or was disabled tomorrow, what would happen? Now, this is kind of the protector element, but first, before you can protect anything, you need to know what you're trying to protect. So some people may want their spouse to be able to stay home with the kids. Others may want to child cover, uh, cover child care, but they still want to keep working to some degree. So we have some clients who even, you know, they say, I would go live with my parents, and that's even a very different scenario. So there is no right or wrong scenario. It's just what scenario would you want to have happen? God forbid, you know, one of these terrible events, you know, occurred in your life, because each scenario translates into different coverage. So you first need to know what you would want to happen, and then you can solve for it. So these three questions are 
all going to be answered and parts in future episodes and much more detail diving into them. But these are the, you know, this first series is just setting your mental mindset when it comes to money. And so these are the same questions that everybody should be asking themselves. As young families, I kind of said at the outset, we don't get enough finance direction as young families from our professionals in the industry or from our education system. And we wind up falling into more of a box checking approach. I'm supposed to save. Okay, check that box. I'm supposed to have a 401k. Okay, check that box. I'm supposed to have life insurance. Okay, get some through work. I guess I'll check that box. I'm supposed to have a 529 plan for college. Okay, I, I check that box. I have one. And the thing is, if you notice, that doesn't tend to really get rid of your anxiety because it's not removing the unknown. You have the 401k, but is it enough? I have the life insurance, but is it enough? I'm saving for college, but is it enough? So if you know the answers to these three questions that we just went through, now you're removing the anxiety. You're not just checking a box of something that it sounds like you're supposed to have. So what can you do? And this is pretty simple. You need to discuss these three questions with your spouse. Again, there are no answers that are needed today or tomorrow, but you should be starting down this mental, mental kind of a path. So again, let's just recap those three questions for you. The first is, what actually makes life most enjoyable to me? Two is, if I keep saving at the current rate, where will that get me? And the third question is, if I died or was disabled tomorrow, what would happen? What would I want to happen? And start with those three first three questions with, uh, with your spouse. And what you may find is that you, you get to a point where you have more clarity on these than you thought was possible. And sometimes your answers aren't the same as you would expect from your spouse. So, you know, talking and asking the questions is always the first step uh, for any of our clients because you get clarity on what you're trying to do and where you're trying to go. And I know that this works because this is what I go through myself. You know, I've had these, these questions and these conversations with my spouse, and we have clarity on where we're going. We have clarity on what we want to do. We have clarity on, you know, how we would protect ourselves, God forbid, in those scenarios. And so I don't spend one second of any day worrying about it. I don't have any anxiety about any of those items. And that's what I want to try help taking steps to help you with as well. So as young families, we have a lot on our plate for sure, but by taking just kind of a little bit of time to see where we're going and make sure we're going in the direction we actually want to, uh, it can remove those that anxiety around all those. So thanks very much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this episode, please uh, make sure to review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. There are literally millions of young American families out there we're trying to reach and help just like you. So our next episode will be coming up shortly. It's entitled Like Super Gymnast Flexible, covering the flexibility that we should all be having in our financial situations as young families. So thanks very much and look forward to connecting with you again soon. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. 
Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities Inc. and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA/SIPC.